0: On FM, on DAB, and up-to-date on social media, we are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking, and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk
1: Tonight, it's our first sporty family of 2019. Mum who should have been here, but she's decided it's best to watch it from the safety of the front room, or listen to it even, Dad's here, and three boys make up the kickboxing and footballing family cook. The twins are back with all the news from the New York Athletic Club, and Graham tells us what the Striders have been up to. Yep, this is the renowned Radio New York sport, and these are some of the young names that's had a good weekend. A shock for Long Bennington as they bowed out the Knott's Youth Cup at Skegby. The side shared six goals in normal time, but it was the home side that produced the winner and inflict Benno's first defeat of the season. Newark Town's under 18 slipped down the table with a three-goal defeat at Chesterfield. Better news for the Blues' under-16s, though, a 2-1 victory over AFC Mansfield. Harry Chessner scoring the winner. A good performance from RHP under-15s, but no points in a 4-0 home defeat by Radcliffe. Collingham's under-18s beat Games Trinity 3-1 to maintain their place at the top of the Lincolnshire Intermediate League. And an excellent Sunday for the youngsters of New York Rugby Club. Their under-15s won the top-of-the-table clash with Mansfield and now look certain to qualify for the NLD final day. The under-16s came back from Scunthorpe with a victory, as did the under-13s at Oakham. And back at Callum Road, the under-18 girls got their cup campaign back on track with a victory over Hinckley. The returning Jess Brown inspiring them with a hat-trick of tries. Wollerton Park was the host for the final round of the North Midlands Cross Country League and York KC left with two individual league champions. Amelia Crispin finished second despite running the almost entire course with only one shoe, but this was enough to take the under-15 girls title. Meanwhile, the, so- the senior women's race saw a dominant win for Chloe Hubbard. Her third win out of the four races, Chloe's superb running this season also earned her an award for the Outstanding Female Athlete in the whole league. And we're still trying to get it to come into this show. Come on, Chloe. New York Castle Cycling Club's young that Florence Lisherman finished a very credible 11th in the under-14 girls race at the National UK Championships held in Kent at the weekend. The best girls in the county. And our Florence was right at the top. McBradley, Bradley. He's Tony Smith and Mr. Smith. Before we meet the boys, mm. the FA have announced today that um, Step 7 Leagues and below throughout the country from next season, 2019-20, will all have sim bins. I think it's a good thing. Um, the temporary dismissals will become a permanent feature. It's been done in so many leagues, including the not-senior league at mm. the moment. Mm. Um, but all Step 7 and below in the men's game, as well as Tier 5 in the women's football pyramid, are going have Simbins will only apply to yellow cards shown for descent, and see the players leave the pitch for ten minutes.
2: I hate to agree with you, but I do think it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, um, you get situations where, in the heat of the moment, people react, and it just gives ten minutes... Mm calm down and with most people that's sufficient uh, i mean as it is now you basically if, if the referee is going to react to something he's gonna ruin the game for a spontaneous outburst isn't he it not only gives the player time to calm down but it gives the match official time to have, i think as well yeah i mean rugby and hmm.
1: they do it um hockey they do it once again football gets there eventually
2: it's something that works and something that becomes part of the game. Very much like, um, you know, the uh, replays at Rugby League uh, or, or the equivalent of VAR at Rugby League and Rugby Union, but I can never see it happening at football where it becomes part of the game. Because We had an instance the other night where um, Alan Green was commentating on a match all season on Five Live is going, If we'd have had VAR, that would have sorted that. And then the minute is, is is commentating on an FA Cup game, which included VAR, he's going, how long is this taking? How long is this? This is ridiculous. Make your mind up. One way or the other. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's Alan Green for you, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the only f- the, uh, Why start it at the bottom? We, uh, we've got three youngsters in tonight that all go and watch professional football. So what they see at the city ground, and no silly remarks, <laughs> no, what they whatsoever. see at the city ground they're going to try and replicate when they go on a football field that's human nature that's life that's how it happens you look at your heroes and you try and be like your heroes so if you were if you wear your heroes yeah having a go you'll do it because you think it's right because you saw sure he got away with it so yeah. to me don't sort the bottom out sort the top out
2: yeah i mean um you don't tend to get heroes at step seven but you know you, you do get impressionable youngsters going along to see top flight games and they'll repeat in the playground the following monday morning what they've seen on match of the day or what they've seen live on match day experience you know and and it's it's, it's something they should bring in at the top like like anything else but footballers football people players and spectators are very much creatures of habit and you've got to introduce things gradually or everybody gets panicky, like, I, like VAR. It's, it's just that when I was, and I had some enjoyable years at the Knox
1: FA, but that was a constant argument I had with them. Sort the top out and the bottom will follow. Don't yeah. sort the bottom yeah. out and the top will follow because it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Talking of the Knox FA, I heard some very sad news this morning that uh, Peter Burton, who was the... Um, ran the youth section of the Knotts f a for years, and an absolute gentleman has sadly passed away in thoughts with with peter fam, uh, 's family because Peter was one of those people that worked tirelessly yeah. in the background for youth football a wonderful man really did like him um unfortunately we hear he's passed away, but not not good news but
2: no that, that's that 's sad to hear I was I was only talking to a member of the knox f a today trying to get hold of the match or the names of the match officials. Uh, for the game against, um,
1: um... In your own time, we're here the late. <laughs> what are
2: they called? Carlton. I've only been writing the programme all afternoon. Carlton Town. And um,
1: and he complains he never gets told anything. He can't remember when he gets no, told. No, but I
2: mean, it was, it's been a long day. It's, it's, it's been a very difficult trying day. Right, OK. <laughs> Once again, with the nuts, they didn't have the answers. Of course they wouldn't. Right,
1: <laughs> moving moving swiftly on to um, our guest for tonight, because in Sport HQ, we have Toby, aged eight, we have Joel, aged nine, and we have Dylan, aged... Well, we're not quite sure about that one, because Mum forgot to put that one down on, on the list, so... Um, black mark for mum to start the night with because um <laughs> she never put his age but we'll find out his age in a moment anyway they make up the sporting family cook and dad's here to keep everybody in order like he used to do on a football field mm. um <laughs> alice is here we welcome we welcome all of you to radio new at sport but um i'm gonna let the boys introduce themselves because uh, it's their night so let's find out all about them and let's go To the youngest first, because he's rearing to tell us all about himself, and the youngest is Toby. So, Toby, how old are you, and what school do you go to?
3: I'm eight, and I go to Holy Trinity.
1: Holy Trinity School. Right, eight years old. And you play um, football, and you are a kickboxer? Yeah. Tell me who you play football for.
3: I play football for thermal foxes.
1: And... Kickboxing. And you kickboxing, go to. I
3: go to Suggy's
1: gym. Suggy's gym, and how, how long have you been going there? About
3: a year and a half, or something.
1: A year and a half, and how often do you go to to Suggy's gym in a week? Then. Uh,
3: normally two times a week, but sometimes three.
1: Sometimes, so it, it's it's busy then, isn't it? And do you like? Is it kickboxing you're doing, or is it boxing?
3: Kickboxing. It's
1: kickboxing. is, is kickboxing. Your favourite. Yeah. It is good lad, you see, that's one that's one to that's one to team me. Tony likes boxing better, you see. But I've already told you that Tony supports Leeds United, so we don't like Tony, do we? No, that's right. Right, um so that's um that's Toby and we'll come back and talk to Toby again in a couple of minutes. Somebody who's very nearly Toby's age, but he's not he's a little bit older. A lot of people think they're twins, but apparent but they're not twins. Are you, Joel? Joel? You're not twins, are you?
3: I'm nine and I go to Holy Trinity.
1: You're going to Holy Trinity. That's Tony making a noise in the background. Just pretend he's not here. How do you get to Holy Trinity in the morning then? Is that a mum job?
3: Yeah, with driving the car.
1: Mum drives you to the car to Holy Trinity. And you as well play football. And well, I I know you go to Suggies Gym because you're a walking advert for Suggies Gym, all three of you. Let me talk about football. Who do you play for?
3: Fernwood Foxes.
1: And how long have you played for Fernwood Foxes?
3: About two years and a half.
1: About two and a half years and a do- half. Are you a goal scorer or are you a defender?
3: I'm a defender.
1: You defend what, a, a big, a big centre half or?
3: Yeah, no, like just defence.
1: Do, do you score many goals? Uh,
3: I sometimes. Score sometimes. Some, and not and often because I'm a defender.
1: And you actually play. In the same team as your brother you are different ages but there isn't a year between you mm. so you play in the same team as your brother what's that like is it good to play with your brother
3: yeah i like it
1: so we didn't ask toby but where does toby play is he is he a defender or an attacker yeah, i
3: think
1: he's like striker he's, he's a striker. oh he, he's he scores the goals he, he's the hero of the day then is he he's <laughs> 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 not saying a lot to that one are you <laughs> So that's your football. How are Fernwood Foxes doing this? Are you having a good season?
3: Yeah.
1: Have you won many? Yeah. How many do you think you've won? Are you I are, um, are you top of the table?
3: I don't think
1: so. You're not top, but you but you're nearly top. Of who's your, who's your manager?
3: Second.
1: Uh, Joe. Joe's your manager, and where and where do Fernwood Foxes play? Uh,
3: Lincoln
1: Road. On normally. on on Lincoln Road, right? And do you enjoy playing your football? Do you? Do you you play football for Holy Trinity as well, then? No. But one day... Maybe. One day, when you get into that top year, you'll be playing... Yeah. You'll be playing for Holy Trinity. Right, now we're going to find something out here, because we're, we're going to find out the piece of information that Mum forgot to tell us. Dylan, how old are you?
4: I'm 11 years old.
1: You're 11 years old now. You, I assume, don't go to Holy Trinity. So tell us where you go, and a little bit about yourself.
4: I go to Newark Academy. Um... I walk there in the morning, it takes me about 20 minutes. Um, I train boxing at Suggy's gym. I go Tuesday, 5 till 6.
1: Um, now, now, you ju- just to explain that I mean, you train boxing. Yeah. So, are you going to be a boxer then?
4: Um, I haven't really thought about it yet. I like going down on Tuesday training. I haven't really done any sparring yet or had any fights, so.
1: So you're still trying to, do, does mum want you to become a boxer? Mm-hmm. Or is mum saying, no, that's not a good idea? She is not Joel's
0: the big boxer, isn't
4: Yeah, my younger brother Joel's a good boxer. He's a, so.
1: he, he's the boxer of the three of us, so we'll talk to Joel about about boxing. Um, You're a Fernwood Foxes footballer as well then? No, I'm not. You're not? Do you not play football at all?
4: I used to play for Coddington, but um, that's on Saturday and I like going to Forest Now this Saturday, is
1: this so. is it, you see. This is the problem, isn't it, between do you play football or do you go and watch Forest? Because any, anybody who knows anything about football in Newark will know that uh, these boys have been born into a Forest Mad football family. So, who takes you to football, dad or granddad?
4: Uh, my dad. Uh, mostly with my granddad but sometimes if my dad or my granddad's not here i'll just be either one of them
1: right but you, you you tend to do most matches and would you rather go and watch them then than than play the game because it, it, this is interesting some people would rather play some people would rather go and watch forest
4: i prefer going to watch usually because i like watching professional football i don't know why
1: well, no, that's, that's excellent. And in the middle of them, we have Dad Alistair. Dad, welcome to um, to, to Radio Newark. I mean, um, three boys yeah. um, inside four, four years. Um, a handful at the beginning, and I think an even bigger handful now.
5: But uh, lovely boys. Yeah, not uh, more of a handful in the beginning, I'd say, <laughs> than, uh, than they are now. It can, um, yeah, keep, keep us busy. Credit goes to Mum, I think, for uh, most of the running around, but... <laughs> But obviously, those
1: all going to be Forest fans. We'll talk about Forest after, yeah. after the, the break. Obviously, those all going to be Forest
5: fans. But the where does the Suggies Gym bit come from? Um, just uh, Joel, Joel, since he was old enough to walk, just was into boxing. I'm a big boxing fan myself, so um, yeah, he, he just started going down there. Um, we know the Subdens quite well. Uh, and they get on really well with chad and bailey and regis um so once joel started going down obviously loved it and the others others sort of followed so just become a regular thing now they go to all the shows training and just just enjoy it it it, it is we hear it time and time again because our our um,
1: suggy's gym correspondent is is megan yeah and and megan williams and we hear it sort of time and time again. Anybody who goes there, it's it's more of an extended family than a sports club.
5: Yeah, it's it's um yeah, it's a really good family atmosphere down there. They they look after the kids really well. I think the kids the kids go down there, they all enjoy themselves. But they've got that line where you know they have to go there, they have to behave themselves to, to keep the discipline strong. Um, so all the kids that go down there want to be there, and obviously, like I say, enjoy being there, and and these love it. The They'd go every night of the week if they could. So let, let's let go back to Joel a minute. Joel, you, you're the
1: the boxer, then we've decided. Um, yeah. We're about, like, I mean, you, you're nine years old. What age do you have to be before you can actually step up into that ring?
3: Ten or eleven.
1: Ten, and do you want to become a boxer then? Yeah. So you want to get into that? Because we, we're all going to um, Farndon coming up soon on a friday night i take it you'll be there as well the next one or the one after that then we could be watching joel cook making his boxing debut in the ring yeah that, that we're looking forward to that so are you left-handed right handed are you southpaw uh, or are you right handed you're right-handed now and how long you been training boxing then
3: about five years
1: and you have to wear the the head gear don't head you? The, and the head guard and, ev- and everything what what does Mum think about you being a boxer? Because I know a lot of Mums are not not keen on that sort of thing, but what's Mum think?
3: She likes me boxing. You're
1: well, saying she comes and supports you? Yeah. Oh, well done, Mum. Right, we'll talk a bit more about that. We'll talk a bit more about your football, and we'll talk about Forest when we come back in a few minutes' time. But next up, it's the Twins. Tuesday night, obviously, 20 past 7 it's twinge time. And um, ladies, um, you've got two fantastic gold medals to talk about.
6: Yeah, we have, yeah, tonight, yeah.
1: Go on then, I'm going to leave it to you. It's all yours.
6: So at the weekend, we had the Wollaston Park um, final North Mid. Um, it was the league, and with two individual champions, we had Amelia Crispin, who finished second, despite running almost the entire course of only one shoe, but she managed to do this and take the under-15 girls title. Meanwhile, in the senior women's race, we saw a dominant win for Chloe Hubbard, her third win out of the four races. Chloe's superb running this season also earned her award for an outstanding female athlete of the league. Chloe and I also ran in the under-17s women's race, and Thomas Hubbard once again led home the senior men, which also saw a club debut for Oliver Crampton in his first ever club run. So these are the positions, so under 15 girls, second was Amelia Crispin, so overall she won. Under 17s I came 9th in that race and Lauren came 10th. Senior women, first for Chloe Hubbard. And senior men, 59th for Tom, Bag- for Tom Hubbard, 84th for Tim Bagley, 125th for Andrew Welshman, 141st for Oliver Crampton and 159th for Gareth Owens. So it was a good race for everyone and we all got good finishing positions as well to
1: finish the league off. I think it's an... I mean, it's an excellent performance from everybody at Newark Athletic Club, but to get <coughs> two individual gold medals f- from the North Midlands League, I, I, yeah, I, that's really a year good. to remember. It's got to be.
6: Yeah, really,
1: really good, yeah. And, um, w- w- we talk about Chloe every single week, and it, it's your two's job to per- to persuade Chloe to come into this studio, because I'm failing miserably. Uh-huh. Um... But she's in the form of a young life at the moment, isn't she? Whatever she does tends to turn to gold. I mean, and again, we've mentioned it in the past. A lot of it is down to the wonderful coaches that you've got at Newark AC. Yeah, and she's doing so much training.
6: She's working so hard for it and it's definitely
1: paying off. I mean, I know you've got to have a bit of talent, but, you know, it's... um, Yeah. And and my little pocket rocket, um, Amelia... Yeah. To run a race like that with one shoe on and one yeah. in the mud somewhere, that's just, um, that's beyond, isn't it? It's fantastic.
6: Yeah, really good, yeah. I yeah. think if, I, if my shoe would have come off, if I would have, like, because obviously she was winning, so she didn't put it back on. But to be <laughs> honest, because I've never won, I probably would have put my shoe back on. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to
1: carry on going. I would think you're quite happy with your two's positions.
6: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah.
1: And... Again, this coming weekend, you're out, you're, um, you're out again? Yeah,
6: we've got the schools competition, the Lincolnshire
1: Schools. Which you're both um, obviously attending. Whereabouts is that?
6: Um, it's at Burley Park in... Burley Horse Trail. Like, where, right, where the... Burley the Horse, horse Trail. <laughs> <laughs> like oh,
1: that's nice and posh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
6: nice
1: and posh, yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, we're not here next Tuesday night, so uh-huh. you'll have um, a rest from us next Tuesday night, but then you've got two weeks to catch up on the Tuesday after.
6: Yeah, so, uh, we'll, be, we'll be ready
1: to tell you all about it. Yeah. Well, um, I shall be looking on Facebook. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting yeah. to see you two right up there at the front.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll try our best.
1: I'm sure you will. Um, two more quick things. One, did Big Sister get back off to the States okay? Yes, you're
6: fine, yes. Yeah, she's back now, yeah. And
1: she's back and everything's okay. That's wonderful yeah, news. Okay.
6: Yeah.
1: And now you're at the new track and you're there, been there best part of a month now. What's the numbers like for New York Athletic Club?
6: It's, there's a waiting list, apparently. There's so many, like, little kids. There's, like, so good. There's so many younger ones training in our session. There's so many more training. Yeah. It's really good. Like, the track is literally full.
1: That, that's, that's what we hoped for, wasn't it? That's the yeah. one thing that we really hoped for, that it, it could kick New York AC. Yes, so you see, on. like,
6: 10 of us, maybe 15 of us on a Thursday at the old track when it was cold and
1: wet but now it's hundreds so that's really good, <laughs> really good that is that's the news that um yeah. that we've been waiting for yeah
6: definitely ladies
1: i'll catch it with you in a couple of weeks time talk to chloe for me please yeah we will do. she's Look,
6: just in front of us so
1: excellent i've got a i've got a pending date but she hasn't even replied to me come on chloe we need you into the studio you're, you're the golden girl at the moment we need to talk to you
6: <laughs> all right we'll get her to you, don't worry <laughs> thanks
1: Bye-bye. That's the twins there, live from the new the new track. And uh, hundreds, maybe not hundreds, but, but that more is, than 15.
2: That is what we needed it building for. Not so that Newark can host athletics events, but so that people want to compete for Newark AC on a fantastic facility. And that is the legacy that that sports hub is going to bring to the town. There you go. You heard it from Mr Smith. Right, let's find out what's happening
1: in the big wide world of sport. Australia's Cameron Bancroft hit an unbeaten 87 off 61 balls to the Perth Scorchers to victory over the Sydney Sixers in the 20. 20- 20 Big Bash League. Bancroft have resumed playing after a nine-month ban for his role in the ball-tampering scandal, which we did mention. Max Verstappen served part of his punishment for shoving Esteban Ocan as an observer to the stewards. At last at this Formula E race in Marrakesh. The Dutchman 21 must do two days of public service after an angry row with his fellow driver at the Formula 1 event in Brazil. Bournemouth are willing to sell striker Callum Wilson to Chelsea for £75 million, 25 times the amount they paid for him in 2014. And Petr Cech has announced he's going to retire at the end of the season. Good goalkeeper.
0: This is Radio Newark Sport.
1: Very quickly, Tony, before we go back to the boys, Cameron Bancroft, I think even we decided that he was a a pawn in somebody else's chess match. Um th- but there again, he, he was naive and he's Australian. But I, <laughs> I do think we're a bit rough with those lads, <laughs> don't you? No. Um Max Verstappen served <laughs> part of his punishment for shoving Esteban Okan as an observer to the stewards. So you stand in okay, you stand there and watch us and that's your punishment
2: i just <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't <laughs> wait that one out moving on with that one <laughs> unbelievable and I, i'm sure bournemouth are willing to sell callum wilson to chelsea for 75 million quid i'm sure they are but surely chelsea aren't daft enough to pay 75 million quid for somebody who scored 10 goals this season y- you know
2: why um but um how old's peter check 36 that's just when goalkeepers are coming into the t- top 4 isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's not
1: in Arsenal's team anymore, is he? So he's...
2: No. You know,
1: he can only go one way, can't he? Yeah, I've So, seen. you
2: know, why? I've seen some of his attempted footwork this season as well. A-
1: and the breaking news, the football breaking news, is that Harry Kane is going to be out for two yeah, months. Yeah, till March, yeah. So Tottenham's next goal will be scored on March the 16th. <laughs> and that's the end of any hopes that they've got to finish in, in the top four, because, quite frankly, they haven't got another centre-forward in the club.
2: No, um I think all those critics who've said that Tottenham are a one man team are about to find out that they were probably quite right. I'm surely armed um the one injury that they didn't want is the one injury that they they have got. I think the most interesting football result of the weekend probably uh, Came at Wembley though, with uh, Ollie's uh, oh, m- Barmy army marching on against the guy who was supposed to be replacing uh, oh, the. Let me know when you finish. finished. The, was supposed to be filling the uh, anybody,
1: Old Trafford hot seat. Anybody that went into that job would have had the same results as he's had because the players stopped playing for Mourinho, and to me, in my way of thinking, those players have been an absolute disgrace to Manchester United and to the profession of football. They stopped playing for the manager but they still took the wages every week
2: but there was a lovely lovely line on match of the day two on Sunday night when the uh, cameras focused on the uh, on the bench at Manchester United and uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and Mike Phelan were sat next to each other and uh, the commentator said used to call him the baby faced assassin nobody would call Mike Phelan the baby faced assistant <laughs> which which I loved
1: there's only one thing talking worse than that is talking late. I'm not going to do that either oh, no, right. no, no. put that microphone back around to dad can you a moment okay yeah that um Alice, do a boxing fan been a boxing fan all your life
5: yeah just just er uh, when I was at school one of my old school mates was a boxer for England from Mansfield and er uh, yeah just always been interested in it playing football it,
1: it, it's always it intrigues me what what Parents and grandparents how, how they take it when joel comes home and says i want to take up boxing yeah and i know for the juniors they've got the head guard and everything and i've, I've seen it myself yeah, but i've also yeah. been to these um fights at, at fondon and seen the youngsters in in tears yeah now yeah. okay any sport if you get beat yeah y- you probably have to put up with it on the saturday from fernwood and probably even Forest. yeah um it 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 is difficult for them how do you build him up and how do you bring him back up when it's not gone
5: quite as he wanted it to do i, I think uh i think obviously uh you'll speak to to lads who have got in the ring or, or no more than me but i think boxing is different to a lot of sports where you know there's a lot of credit in losing um it, one if you're prepared to to get in a ring and, and fight someone, then um, win, lose or draw, you know you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get plaudits and and slaps on the back and and obviously respect from your opponent, etc. So I think I think in that way, you you know, with the kids who go boxing or kickboxing or 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 do that, there's there's a big emphasis when the younger is is you know get in and do your best and. And and your best is is good enough because, you know, in, in in some I'd say in some kids' sports, football and rugby and um, you know, it is a lot about winning. You know, you see these parents and uh, not all parents, but some parents and, and clubs and managers. You know, it's it is a it is about winning. Whereas, I'd say with boxing and kickboxing and stuff, it it's more about the person. The individual person's discipline and and obviously, you know, getting in and 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 giving the best really. And that's where I've got a lot of respect for Dean and and the boys there. Yeah. Um,
1: he will match them up, and if they get beat, they're being beaten by a better fighter. That's okay. That's no yeah. comment. Yeah. Um, he'll say his piece, and you will hopefully learn and go on. Yeah, and, and go on. Yeah. to to the next one. And J- uh, Joel, so we're looking. You, you tr- you're basically in training for your first fight as soon as you're old enough and that's where you are now isn't it Yeah. so who, who, that's my fault we'll put the mic up um who who do you train with them at, at suggy's gym
3: i train with like other people from suggy's gym you train and like,
1: is it is it Chad or Regis? Chad or? and Regis and
3: Dean and Bailey.
1: And do do you ever go and see Chad and and Regis fight?
3: Yeah, I go and watch Bailey and Chad. but N- Not normally Regis.
1: Now you see, but ba- Bailey's the kickboxer, isn't he? And Chad's the boxer. So, yeah. who do you like watching the best? And they are listening. <laughs>
3: Probably Chad because he's a boxer.
1: Because you like you like boxing better than kickboxing, don't you? Yeah. Have you tried kickboxing? Uh,
3: um, not really. No,
1: you you you're the boxer. Whereas Toby sitting next to you, he, he tells us he likes kickboxing the best. So if you like kickboxing the best, Toby, then you must like watching Bad Boy Bailey the best.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you think to Bad Boy? Is he is he good to watch?
3: Yeah.
1: And do you when you get or I assume it's it's ten, is it, Alistair, before they can kick kickbox as well I, No, know they I can kickbox younger. They can kickbox younger. Yeah they
5: can kickbox. Because
1: younger. somebody now you're gonna have to tell me all about this one, Toby, because mum tells me you're working towards your third belt. So yeah. Toby or, or Dad, can you explain to me what that means?
3: Uh so basically um if you work really hard you get a chance to like Get different belts, and I've got two um, already. I'm on my third belt.
5: Brilliant! I take different colours. Then as you go up through yeah. the yeah. ranks, rather like you, you sort of a bit you sit used, like at karate judo. and judo yeah. yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you you just work your way up. Obviously, uh, I, I won't be able to tell you what the top one is, <laughs> but it obviously allows you to to then go on and and do training yourself, and and obviously. Um, you know whether it be work at gym or with kids yeah. or whatever so it just gives them something to to aim for i suppose and so what you so you're, you're working towards your third
1: belt now then toby when when do you think you're gonna come home with your third belt
3: uh probably the next grading that we do but eh. the next because we normally like do like different gradings that you can get it like so you have to go there for like two hours and a half to try and get your next
1: belt. And you have to go through all or so many different moves then, do you? and Yeah. So it's hard work. I'm, um, su- I'm sure you get it. And when you do get it, you're going to come over the road, aren't you, and show it, and show it to me. <laughs> and we'll take a photo and show everybody in, in, in Radio Newark World. So we're going to have you with your next belt. We're going to have Joel getting in the ring very soon. What, about another, another year, Joel, is it? You've got, or...? Yeah. When are you ten? Uh,
3: October the fourth.
1: O- October. So, so Dean, if you're listening, next February's show. Let's have a debut. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, good lad.
1: Um, let's talk about Forest for a few minutes. Tony, you can go to sleep now. Let's okay. talk about about Forest and and let and Dylan. They've just changed the manager, and the manager that they've gone for is somebody that. I can remember, and, and, and your granddad can remember. I'm not sure your dad can remember, but certainly I can remember playing. I used to watch him, and your granddad used to watch him, and he was a bit of a hero at, at Forest. First of all, was Forest right to get rid of the manager that they'd got, or did you think he should stay?
4: I thought he could have stayed. It would have been all right if he did stay, because we were seventh in the league. We had a good squad. And. It looked like he was going quite well and as soon as I heard he had left I thought about Gary Rauer of Birmingham the, uh, like 2 years ago. He left mid season when they were 7th and then they went on to do terrible that year. So I thought it might be the same, but cuz they've bought Martin O'Neill and I thought they've made the right choice. Like he might bring Roy Keane as his number 2. Um I think that would be good cuz like he can certainly tell the players what he wants. And
1: you see, Mr. Smith, that's an 11-year-old telling you exactly how it is. <laughs> how long have you been going to Forest?
4: Uh, I've been going to Forest since I was four, so about seven years. Um, so
1: I- you've seen an awful lot of matches down there, and you've seen a lot of managers down down there. Yeah. Where do you think Forest? can go are they a a championship team for forever or with a what is now a small grand isn't it really are they are they ready to go into the premier division if they did go into the premier division could they stay in the premier division
4: um if we went up this season i don't think we could survive next season i just don't think we have the depth to do it i don't really think this season we can do it but maybe next season or a couple of seasons later if we get a few more good players uh i think we could get up we could stay in maybe not next year that would probably be a bit too early but
1: just tony just you see what i l- liked about that because w- we we didn't prompt him at all to what that conversation was going to be from an 11 year old that was a cracking conversation he was so sensible yeah
2: it's um, it's, it's basically Martin O'Neill going to the city ground gives, uh, gives people a lot to be excited about because he's got the pedigree he knows what the club's about and um, I, c- I couldn't ta- time will tell uh, it's so simple uh, yeah, as simple yeah, as that yeah I mean I, I, I couldn't think of a better person to take the Forest job at the minute you know time ta- ta- time will tell but Dylan was saying that
1: they're not. Yeah. You know, everybody wants them to push on and go up, but
2: they're not equipped to go up. No. I mean, they're um, you know basically, when you compare them to the rest of the teams in the division, I think they're about in the right place w- where mm. they are, and um, you know with the squad that they've got and with the strength of the other squads elsewhere in the championship, I don't think they're well enough equipped be any higher than they are the
1: problem is Alistair everybody demands instant success these days don't they
5: yeah certainly the owners do now I mean um, obviously with a lot more foreign owners coming in um, with a lot more foreign owners coming in they they tend to be a bit more gun ho they put a lot of money in and, and they want obviously instant success Um, but I, I, I disagree slightly I, I think obviously if any team that goes up from the championship uh, would struggle in the Premiership without buying players. So it, it's all about how you spend your money when you get up. Um, you know, you see some teams like Fulham this season have, have gone and spent 100 million, but but bought average players, so to speak. So it's just about how you spend your money when when you do go up. Um, I think I think it's positive that uh, O'Neill's in there. I think it'll give the crowd a lift and. Hopefully, uh, just put us on a run to to get in the playoffs, and then it's a the lottery. Then isn't it? I think, as Didland says, and Tony says, it, it it's it's a clever move, isn't it? From from the owners
1: to put a hit, an an instant hero in 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 there because I, I did, you
5: know, okay, is this Nigel Clough time? Yeah. or you know, you, you did wonder, didn't you? It keep it keeps bums on seats. I mean, it, it's been virtually sold out every uh, every game. I, I hear that they've got plans to. Uh, expand the ground that they're gonna be releasing shortly so they, they need to keep keep bums on seats and, and to be fair to Forest this year they've they've done a good job. I mean I, I take these three, I've got a season ticket, it's it's ten pound each for the whole season. So um Well that's being sensible, isn't it? It is getting young youngsters in. I know I know there's uh, they do a under twenty four season ticket for hundred pounds so that that sort of age group you're attracting to f- to go and watch Forrest and, and they get the book for it and then they take their kids and they take their kids and, and it it keeps it keeps the ground full basically so I think I think uh, they're going the right way about things I would have liked to have kept Cranker but you know it is what it, it is, is
1: his win his win percentage record was awful
5: yeah yeah when, when you analyse it yeah but um, you know you so was Brian Cluffs first year it, it's a point it's one of them it's uh you've got to give somebody time um you see it seemed like a, a good manager um you know the, the crowd backed him Trouble is these days a the run of four matches but, when it didn't work and that's it you're out right. yeah, it's, it's a crazy yeah. let's find
1: out before we go to the striders let, let's find out who who, who the boys favorite players are let's start with Toby, and find out first of all, Toby. Where do you sit at the City Ground? Are you a main stand or are you a Brian Clough stand or Trent End or um, Bridgeford End? Bridgeford.
3: You're in Brid-ford. the Bridgeford End,
1: so you're behind the goal. Then you you shot yeah. and suck the ball in the back of the net, dear. You? Who's your favourite Forest player then? Then Probably Toby?
3: Probably Lewis Grabham.
1: And and why do you like him so much?
3: Because um he gets goals, and I'm an up front and he's one two.
1: God. so you're going to be like um, you you go on that you you go and play for fernwood foxes like lewis graham deer yeah that's the spirit um joel who's your favorite forest player
3: probably joe lolly or lewis grabbin
1: so we've heard about lewis Graben. tell us a bit about joe uh well
3: he's left footed
1: are you left footed no, no no is any of you left footed you're all right footed Right, OK. Did you ever see your dad play football? Uh,
3: twice or
1: once, I think. Twice actually. or once. Did he manage to stay on the pitch until the end? <laughs> I can't remember.
0: <laughs> 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 I,
1: think, I think probably he wouldn't, actually. Once <laughs> <Warm
2: stand>. then. <laughs> yeah, once <cent>. then.
1: <laughs> Dylan, our Forest expert, favourite player.
4: I would have talked about Joe Lolly, but he's said a bit. So... Uh, at the start of the season, I did like the look of Matty Cash. Like he's been coming on like the last few seasons. He hasn't had the best run of games the last few games, but he is good. I like Joe Lolly because if he turns up, he's outstanding.
1: Um, I have the same problem with Tony Smith. If he turns up, he's outstanding. He just very rarely turns up. <laughs> Bro, we're going to go. We're going to talk to Graham now about the Striders. Then we're going to come back and talk about a very special person who's not here tonight. Tuesday, quarter to eight, what more can I say? Graham Welsh, Newark Striders. Good evening, Graham. Good
0: evening, uh, Mick. Good evening, everybody.
1: Um, I know what to do. I know I know to keep quiet because this is the report of the week. Graham, all yours.
0: Yeah, we've had another pretty busy week with the Newark Striders and uh, start off on with news from Saturday. We had a good turnout at uh, the various local uh, park runs, including a big turnout at, um, at Newark Park Run where... Many of our new beginners group, Step Into Striders, were uh, taking part in the park run there. So a busy old Saturday on the park run front. It was a busy Sunday too. It was the second Sunday in a row for the East Midlands Cross Country League. So round two of the series saw 30 striders over at Home Pierpont uh, for the uh, East Midlands Cross Country event. The course was a bit less hilly than uh, last week at uh, Bramcote, but uh, no less challenging. It was uh, pretty muddy and slippery in places. So uh, for the men, we had our first strider across the line with Simon Palmer, over the uh, finishing line in 41 minutes and uh, 22 seconds. And I'll just pick a few other sort of random people out. We had David Daubney, 47 minutes and 32 seconds. We had our 2018 Men's Strider of the Year, as uh, voted for by the membership, and our new 2019 captain, Steve Padgett, uh, 49 minutes and 56 seconds. Forward to following Steve at the events through the year as our captain, along with the ladies' captain Becky Clift. New ladies' 2019 captain is Becky. Uh, other men uh, taking part one, one or two. We uh, had Andy Thurs, 51 minutes and uh, three seconds. Gary Tasker, 45 minutes, 43 seconds, and plenty of other guys as well. On to the women's race, and we, our first uh, ladies' rider was Philippa Clark, 24 minutes and uh, 33 seconds for Philippa, again, followed uh, by uh, 14 and 15 other ladies. Including Die Holmes, 35 minutes and 34 seconds; Holly Dews, 35 minutes and 16 seconds; Our Lady Strider of the Year, Kath Scott, the wonderful Kath Scott, uh, 30 minutes and uh, 50 seconds; Claire Stainton, 33 minutes and 9 seconds, and so 30 of us there uh, at the weekend. And the men's uh, team are doing very well in the series. The men's veterans A team in fourth place at the moment in the in the series out of 12 teams. The ladies are nine in ninth place out of uh, 12 teams. Such strength in depth in the ladies' teams. We've got five teams out there. So right down to the York Striders, uh, ladies' veterans, E-team. So uh, yeah, massive turnouts for the cross-country events. On her own, running uh, at the Brass Monkey uh, Half Marathon in York, was the uh, fantastic Anthea Moyse. Anthea's in absolutely uh, incredible form at the moment. She finished 2018 in really sort of fine style, knocking uh, minute after minute off her 10k in the latter part of the year and she's doing exactly the same in the half marathon at the moment so a uh, great new pb of two hours 24 minutes and 27 seconds for anthea she was hoping to get under 20 two, two hours and 30 minutes for the first time and, and say two hours and 24 minutes so fantastic and anthea was in the same event last year and uh you stick stick with me on this one If she was racing herself from last year this year then she'd have beaten her last year's performance by over two miles so just as she was crossing the finish line after 13.1 uh, miles uh, last year's performance anthea uh, was a good it was a good race for her even then but uh, she would have been just approaching the 11 mile mark so well done anthea
1: you put john motson in, in shame you really do with your stats they're absolutely brilliant
0: yeah. yeah and um yeah plenty more of them to come through this year i think um, and if, another stat 75 striders at Nessamint, I think, were out and about training last night. We had our very first club session on the on the new track, and there was very, great excitement. 20-plus people up at the track there, and we had our usual sort of road-running session from FlowServe on Monday night as well. Out of that one, 20-plus people in that, plus our uh, step-into striders beginners group. There were 30-plus people there, so I'd say over 75 uh, New York striders out and about on there. A chilly Monday evening in Newark last night. And uh, in terms of what's coming up, Mick, it's a fairly quiet couple of weeks in terms of events. We've got another couple of weeks to wait until the next round of the cross-country league. But uh, so not too much going on in terms of events the coming weekend. We've got people, I guess, will be starting to get serious about their uh, long-distance training for the spring marathons. And then the week after, so a week on Sunday, I think it's the next um, new york all clubs run
1: you know when we get together in support of the new york half marathon it's um it, it's coming round. well we're not here next tuesday graham so i'm going to give you a t- tuesday off all right okay um so you've got two weeks to report on when 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 you do come back excellent all right thank you very much okay, Mick, thanks graham brilliant bye that was graham welsh there with the striders report and the striders down on the new trackers as, as well and it's just proving what everybody hoped it it, it would be so, and uh, that's fantastic news. Alistair was saying during the break before Graham come on that um, he's decided New York Academy because he also wants to see his son grow up and not be out 12 hours a day as well. And Alistair, um, a decision that you and Emma made, but New York Academy, sporting-wise, because that's what we are, a sports show, is going from strength to strength.
5: Yeah, look. I mean, uh, I, w- I worked on the school when it was built, um, so I knew I knew what sort of facilities it had, um, and they this, this seem to be uh, obviously getting better and better every year. Um, Dylan, Dylan's just started going this year; really enjoys it. Um, obviously, the other two will be going there, so it's nice that, like I say, a lo- your local school they can they can do all the after school clubs and. And take part in in uh in the sporting clubs and whatever that they do you know without having to get buses back and stuff so yeah that's that's why we decided obviously to uh to send them there and what's even more important than that dylan is you're back in time to go to
1: forest at night time yes he's not he's not he's nodding his head there um is that a problem taking them to forest at night time do you think
5: no uh not not generally i mean toby toby don't go at the minute it's he likes to sleep a bit too much he's, uh, he's the sleeper <laughs> of the family, but the other two are generally uh up and upright and early so maybe it might not last when the teenagers like but at the minute they're uh, they're up and out <laughs> that will change I've got yeah. two grandchildren they used to be yeah. up and
1: out about They now now the bed pulls a bit a bit stronger um there is one person missing tonight she's not um, she's not joined us she's stopped at home to um, to listen, but she's very very important, and I know all three boys want to say something. So shall we start with to- with with, um, with Toby? Toby, what do you want to say about mum?
3: Well, um, she always gets us ready um for all our sports that we do, like football and boxing, and she um she packs our bags and always wakes. up like gets us, um, ready um, for school and um,
1: thank and, you. And she's always there for you, isn't she? Um, Joel, you've got. To, what have you got to say about mum before you tell her you go in boxing?
3: Well, my mum always helps me out with like packing my box and stuff as well, like Toby, and just. Encouraging me to do sport and stuff, and helping me out w- with everything.
1: And, Dylan.
4: Well, um, to say she has like a really busy job. She's like really helpful around the house as well. She can drop Joel and Toby off and pick them up from school whenever she can. Um, obviously I don't need to do that anymore because uh, I can walk. Um. And then anything we ask her, like, about anything we want to do, she's really supportive, so.
1: Emma, if you are listening, and I'm absolutely sure you're listening, you should be so proud of these boys. They've done such a cracking hour tonight, and uh, they've not let you down in any way, shape or form, and and they've been absolutely brilliant. Alistair, just before you go, I mean, um, we go back a long way watching you play football and it's always stuck in my mind the broken legs um yeah it ended your football career yeah it ended it a lot earlier than what it should have been um i take it the leg is perfect
5: now yeah the, the leg's fine obviously uh i broke it twice to to be and fibula. Um, both both in cast for seven months both times obviously and there's
1: no time between the two was the no, it was it was like, night nightmare? nine or
5: ten months between yeah. the two so it was hard work just obviously just bought a first ass and i thought i got the keys on the friday and broke my leg on the sunday while emma was pregnant with dylan so that was a uh, hard work and and then uh obviously went back playing and broke it again um so uh, obviously uh did you
1: the serious bit in all this yeah. is does that make you think twice about letting these boys play football
5: no, no, because, you know, I, I mean, I, I play football obviously for Nguyen and Simos and Coddo and the best best weekends you have, like the lads you meet and obviously the crack you have playing football and, and team sports is, that's what it's about in it, so if, I'll if ne- never stop them. You know, doing what they, what, they, what they want to do just make sure they've got good insurance if they've uh, <laughs> yeah. got a young family and a, <laughs> and a mortgage to pay but.
1: Well that's our sp- first sporty family and uh, three boys four years between the three boys all kickboxing, boxing and football mad and as they tell us what's going off we'll, we'll tell you and if you've got a sporty family out there get in touch with us at Radio New would and we'd love, to, we'd love to talk to you because uh, that's what we're here for to promote the sport
2: in Newark. Enjoyed that, Tony. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. It's um always always good to chat about forest, as you know (laughs) it.
1: Um tomorrow night we're widening the horizons a little bit. We're going to um well we're not going to Sleaford, Sleaford's coming to Newark. Um the Sleaford Wheelers, the cycling club of the town. Um voted lincolnshire's club of the year now four years on the mounds. really so um there's a high standard for them to tell us about (laughs) linda hurst is coming over from um sleeper tomorrow night uh, to talk to us all about that so we've got a lot to learn tomorrow night this Um, sound very successful i hope we don't put a spoke in it oh dear moving on (laughs) um it's our wednesday whinge and it's your turn oh yes shock horror the subject i've got no doubt is going to be football um, but A, I'm F- A- not, A- the FA Cup the FA Cup is Tony's Wednesday winge. the boys Dylan and Toby and Joel and Alistair thank you so much we'll catch up with you all again soon
2: bye bye